This episode is brought to you by Stuck In Between Card Games. Check out stuckinbetween.com to grab the drinking game or the conversations game, currently at 25% off. A portion of every sale between now and January 31st will be donated to charitable organisation Palmera to support the important work they do to empower underprivileged people in Sri Lanka. Each game sold will help provide a month's worth of food to a person in need. Hello and welcome back to the Stuck In Between podcast. My name is Romy. And I'm Then. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we wrap up season two of Stuck In Between and mm-hmm. answer some of our listener questions. And with that being said, cheers, dude. Cheers to wrapping up. Year two. Let's Year go. Year two. Can we do that closer to the mic? Which oh, mic? I'm going to reach over to you. I can't move. Okay. Yes, you got to edit in a little clink. But can you believe it is December 7 right now while we are recording this episode? Like, how are we here right now? For me, the bigger shock is that this is the end of year two for Suck In Between. Yeah, this for two years. literally. Like, we put out the announcement of us releasing our podcast over two years ago, right? Two yeah. years ago from a week yeah, from today. Yeah, that was our like first our intro, first episode, introducing our podcast. That's crazy. One of my um, best friends and I, what we do when we catch up, rather than being like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. What we do is we say, okay, what's three words to describe your life right now? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, Romy. Yes. Give me three words to describe 2022. <sighs> okay, three words to describe this year. I'd probably say adventurous, overwhelming, mm-hmm. and eye-opening. Okay, let's unpack each what of about those. You? Okay, are we going to unpack? Adventurous. Okay, adventurous because I feel like different parts of my life, there's been like big things that have happened this year mm-hmm. that have been different or out of my comfort zone, but... Still a lot of fun. Give so me a things of those. like us releasing our card games as part of this yep. media brand. That's been an adventure. For sure. Going overseas was a literal adventure. Yep. That was a lot of fun. And I think there's just been other fun things that have happened, like people getting married and that sort of thing, which I would group into the adventurous category. Nice. So I think it's been a good year in that respect. Um, and then overwhelming because we've talked about this before burnout, just a lot of things Mm. going on as well at the same time this year. And eye-opening because all of that has led to me realising like what I want out of life. And I think those realisations came because of the overwhelm and the adventures that have happened this year also. So I think A bit of a blessing in disguise. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good year, but a bit up and down here and there. But overall positive. Overall positive. And what did you learn that you want out of life? It is that... I feel like I was trying to achieve too much or like always just be on the grind and filling every hour, every minute of my day with doing things. Mm. But then I realized that I was letting go of what I actually find important in life, which is my relationships, my family, my friends, my partner, blah, blah, blah. But I was very much putting other things above that, which I became conscious of because of this year and want to change that moving forward in my life. Like Mm. those things will always be my number one priority and everything else will fall after that. Like being there for people will always be my number one thing. So I think that's what it was. Good reflections. Yeah, thank you. I knew all those things, but I love how you were able to summarize that. Thank you. Um, For me, 
three words. I'd say challenging. Mm-hmm. I'd say reflective mm-hmm. and spontaneous. But I feel like spontaneous is not the right word. I okay. feel like I've said yes to more things than I would have normally this year. Okay. So as an example, a few weeks ago, I went to the Alan Stone concert, which was on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And that was during uh, editing week. Yep. And it was a busy work week as well. Yeah. And it was my favorite concert that I've been to. In really? Terms of English music. Yeah, it was incredible. Wow. But I think... Saying that up mm. two years ago would have been like, you know, there's work stuff on, there's podcast stuff on, it's on a Tuesday night. Mm. I feel like I would have made excuses not to do it. So yeah. I think there's a few things like that where I'm just being like, what's stopping me? I'm mm. going to go after What it. do you think has led to you thinking that way now? Maybe being out of COVID and yeah. moving out are the two yeah. drivers of, yeah, yeah let's yeah. not let anything hold us back. Mm. That's great. I feel like I'd still say no to a Tuesday night concert. Good on you. I'm very proud of you yeah. for that. What yeah. about your other two? Um, definitely a, a challenging year yeah. this year in many different fronts. But I think as a result of that, I feel like I understand myself more. That's great. Um, Dude, not to say that's that such a big not to say that it's revelation. all like positive things, yeah, but I feel but that's like it's a good part step, of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I'm starting to hear myself better than I did previously. Nice. What do you think has helped you understand that about yourself? I think starting therapy helped mm, and I think yeah, that. taking that step of moving out and just yeah, a lot happening this year that has helped put things into perspective or mm. put me in situations that I haven't been in before. Yep. And that and ties into the reflective word. Yeah. I think well. those two go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. Have you made the space or made time for yourself to, to sit work down on and those reflect? things? No. No. <laughs> Firstly, did you make time to sit down and reflect? And I think generally I've always been a reflective person, yeah, yeah. but I think I just, I'm able to, answer some of the questions that I'm reflecting on better than I could before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long process, right? Mm. I feel like people need to come to terms with the things you discover about yourself first and then you take the steps. I don't think anyone can process things yeah, that that's quickly. that's true. But like, you also okay, know that I have been yes, taking some of the steps that I, I do, I do, to <laughs> and should have by now. Yeah, I do. But I'm going I to don't push doubt that. you. Yeah. Everyone listening, I will annoy Sam then until he does some of You're these You're already things. annoying me. So. I know, true. Exactly. So nothing You're will change. <laughs> but it's also been a huge year for Stuck in Between, Stuck in Between right? specifically, yeah. <laughs> I actually made a list of all of the things that aren't episode-related mm-hmm. highlights from the year. Just tell me if I missed anything because yeah. I thought it'd be cool to just kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. list off some of those. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got invited to Brown, Bold and Badass, which yes. was an event hosted by Suki Balachandran, who yes. is an incredible artist. Rami, you were part of a panel as part of Brown Boss Babes International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we collaborated cool. with the Behind Closed Doors team to support their artistic production, which focused on drawing attention to issues around domestic violence. Mm-hmm and supporting the efforts of the ICSA, which is the Indian Subcontinent Crisis and Support Agency, and the work that they do. We launched our very first line of card games, mm-hmm. which was a beast in itself, yep. and I'm so proud of us for actually executing on that. Yep. Rami, you were featured in a Refinery29 article titled What Diwali Fashion and Makeup Means to 14 Aussie Women. Mm-hmm. I recently moderated a panel discussion on storytelling with yes. Belvoir Street Theatre and very the cool. play The Jungle in the Sea. We have a campaign running at the moment with Palmera to help raise funds for the incredible charitable programs that they lead. Mm-hmm. We have had a killer lineup of guests and just generally I think it's been cool seeing everything yeah. our guests have been able to achieve and to play our small role to support everything that they're doing. I think it's yeah. been incredible and you know, for me, I think what's been most special is having our listeners share how our podcasts have helped them 
work through things that they're navigating. Yeah. So I absolutely. think for me personally, with all of the things, hopefully I didn't miss anything, Romy. But I think that is the one that kind of stands out because that's kind of why, or one of the reasons why we started yeah. this podcast, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, I think you did well there riffing off all the lists of things we've done. It's been amazing. Mm. You don't stop to think of like all the things you've done or taken it's part of. It's always on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, I'm glad you made that list. Another cheers to that, Romy. Yes, let's do it. Reaching around two mics. Clink. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that can be a sound effect. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> Could you do that again without me talking over it? Clink. There we go. Thank you. There you go. No problem. No problem. You're welcome. Um, but I think in saying that though, we have been wrecked <laughs> this year, <laughs> like physically, yep. emotionally, mentally just wrecked. So we thought it would be a fun way to end this year through this Fun, chill app yep. where we also answer some listener questions. And we got some really good ones, by the way, we from did. our listeners. I'm excited for some of these. And we thought just to make it a little more fun, would bring the power cards from our drinking game yep. into yep. this conversation. Mm-hmm. So if anyone doesn't know, as part of the drinking game, we've got these power cards, which are a bit like the cards in Uno, which you can like skip or reverse or do all these crazy sort of things within the game. Mm-hmm. So I have picked us out the Golden Cousin card, mm-hmm. which reads... Maintain your image as the perfect child. Play this card to skip your turn. We also have the masala tea or chai card. Mm-hmm. So you can play this and somebody's got to spill the tea. Play this card to get player of your choice to elaborate on their response. And then finally, the puja what is this behavior card, mm-hmm. which says this type of nonsense deserves a punishment. Play this card to make someone drink thrice. Yep. Yep. So these are three of the, I think, eight, nine power yep, cards nine that power we have cards. in the yep. game. So throughout these conversations, Romy, Yes. Use these as you will. Yes, we will. But I'm going to hope that you don't use any of them. We'll see. I feel like we should be able to power through And the funny part is that these are obviously meant to be for like more than two people to play this game. So it's like pick a player of your choice, but all we have is each other. So one of us is going to be under the pump at some point. All right. Shall we get into these questions? Yeah. Okay. I'll go with the first one. Okay. And thanks again to everyone who sent through questions on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Romy, how is your wedding prep going? And is Sandan <laughs> going to be an honorary bridesmaid? Great question. Um, wedding prep is going good. We finally have a date. That was a freaking roller coaster. Anyone who has planned a Hindu wedding and has tried to find an auspicious date, I thought it would be a simple process. <laughs> I was very wrong. Hit me up if you need the numbers of every single Hindu priest in New South Wales because I think they've blacklisted me now <laughs> because I have contacted so many people. But I love planning. Send the noses. People who know me know this. So I got engaged in Europe. I didn't do anything while I was there because I got engaged pretty early on. But I like, feel like you've already you started planning. This is the thing, right? Years like ago. in my mind, I started planning my wedding like two years ago. So it wasn't very easy to like properly put pen to paper. Right. So like two days after we got back, that Excel started going, um, and we pretty much have the venues and the dates now, as well as a lot of other things. Um, and Sandra will not be a bridesmaid. Of course, he will be an wow. honorary bridesmaid in my eyes. I have about like three or four Will I be rolling close... in with the bridesmaids? No, you will then not. Then I'm not an honorary bridesmaid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have like three or four close guy friends and none of them will be in the bridesmaids ensemble, if that's the word for it. However, I will find a role for Sandin and he must dance at my reception. But everyone will be dancing at your wedding. No, I meant performing, like doing a performance. Not everyone will be doing a performance. But there'll be more people performing than there are bridesmaids. Yes. But I also have a lot of bridesmaids, so it's kind of hectic. You know how there's that stat of this many people would need to die for you to be the next <laughs> queen of England? Where would I rank in the next in line? Okay, honestly, you'd be second in line. Okay. Because first in line is like 
I've known him since I was in year two. So he's first in line, then yeah. you'd be second. No, no, jokes yeah. aside, even though I would love to play a role at your wedding, I'm just here to celebrate your special day. Thank it's about you. that. No, appreciate it. So, <laughs> I'm like just take all this in as a with joke. the bridesmaids. Take all this as a joke. And um, the fact that I'll be sitting in the crowd crying while I watch the bridesmaids <laughs> come on to the altar, that's, that's purely a joke yeah, as well. Yeah. So it's all part of the act. Yeah, yeah, totally. Next question. What is the greatest Christmas song? This is such a random question. What do you think? Before that, I feel like you're a big Christmas person. I love Christmas. I wouldn't say I'm a Grinch, but it's not like I'm like when oh. I start seeing Christmas trees come up at the shopping center. I know. You're Literally like, you're complain. getting G'd up. Yeah. I don't complain. I'm just like, whatever. No, there was one year where you were like, are you serious? They've already put up decorations. Because they put it up on the 1st of November. Yeah. As soon as Halloween finishes. Come on, bro. Anyway, <laughs> greatest Christmas song of all time. I would say if it's like a slow one, Mm -hmm. it's beginning to sound a lot like Christmas. Yep, that's a nice one. And if we want to bop, then you can't go past Mariah. Where do you stand on Mariah versus Buble? (gasps) Oh, no. I like both of them. I can't pick. But I would say that my favourite Christmas song is also Mariah. But then she's like the one song, whereas Michael comes out with a bunch. What do you stand on? um, I know we've talked about this before, but has your opinion on telling your future kids about Santa changed? No, I feel like people are going to come for me when I say this, but we've talked about this with our group of friends before. And I am of the opinion, at least at this point in time, speaking as someone who has no kids, I will not tell them that Santa is real. I will tell them the truth. Each their own, but I don't know. I I feel like the whole Mm. maintaining that there is magic in the world Mm. is important. Yeah. No, I hear that. And I also hear the fear of like my kid going up to some random kid and being like, do you know Santa's not real? Mm. And then that kid being like, what? And having a cry. But I feel like magic doesn't have to be fictional though. Like I think magic can be created with things that are real. And there's also a difference between being lied to and being creative. So they can still imagine it all but knowing that it's not real. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think I can do it. Yeah, but you. I could change my mind later. Yeah. We'll see what happens when I actually uh, have a Jr. child. Exactly. exactly. Um, I remember my brother figuring out that Santa wasn't real mm-hmm. and him How'd convincing he me. He realized that all of our gifts each year came from Ikea. <laughs> he like Swedish pulled me aside Santa. and he was like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. get this. Santa's not real. But if we pretend like we still believe in him, then we've got a couple more years of gifts coming. That's Just so shut up good. and roll with it. And I was like, all right, Were you upset my when G? he broke the news about Santa nah, to you? No, I didn't. I was mm. just like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Carry on. Would you tell your kids? I would imagine you would. I, I don't think I'd teach them about it. But then when they learnt about it from somewhere else, I don't think I'd explicitly deny it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a good point. Mm. Yeah. Like, you're allowed to believe whatever you believe. That's I think that's where I stand. interesting one. Mm. Because next you're going to say, like, Hogwarts isn't real or something. I mean. I'm sorry to break it to you, my friend. You muggle. <laughs> All right. Because you go to the next one? Yep, let's go. Uh, what is Sandon's relationship status? Mm. Laugh emoji. <laughs> Are you s- okay, I'm going to I'm gonna play my... Uh, no, what? Sandon? Cousin cut. That's Actually, you know BS. what? No, no, it's a, it's an easy question. you want to answer? You're right. It's an easy question. I'm a single Pringle. Um, <laughs> someone actually asked me recently, they're like, oh, what's your situationship? Mm-hmm. And I explained it to them. And then she was like, all right, you're open and chill. I think that's a good way of putting okay. it. Okay, so you're open to a relationship, but you're not actively seeking I'm one. open to meeting people. Yeah. But I'm not doing anything over the top to go out of my way to seek that. 
Yeah. Okay. This actually reminds me, though, of the question in our conversation, conversation game about if, if you were to create an ideal partner for me, what would they look like? All right, go on then. So, let's hear this I'm, from I'm me. A bit on the spot here. I don't know why I threw myself into this, but I would, as a base, start with a South Asian girl, preferably someone of Tamil heritage. But I feel like that's. A high preference, but not necessarily a deal breaker. I could be wrong. Um, someone who is bubbly and open, a bit talkative, I would say, because you're you're a good listener, so you need a talker. Um, and someone who has a creative passion. There's like someone who's passionate and someone who's working towards something. I feel like those are sort of like the base. And like someone who can get along with your family and stuff, like yep. those things. Is that pretty good? I think I would add just someone who's a bit reflective mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kind of like thinks deeply about things. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but I think you got it. Yeah. Nice. Well, if anyone listening fits that category or knows someone you know who fits happen? that category, please this auntie and uncle DM who are listening, us. You know who I'm talking about when you're hearing this. <laughs> they're not going to listen to this episode now. In like two months when they're like catching up, they're going to listen to this and then do everything they can to find a girl like that. There you go. Auntie and uncle, please me help. me asking them to do anything. Please help. You can message me. No, I will help this is you. not what it's about. <laughs> Next anyway, question. let's move on. What is it like working with each other? What's the most annoyed or upset you've been at the other person? You've upset me twice. Have I? For the same reason. Okay, tell me. I need to improve myself. No, no. Let's let's see if you can figure it out yourself. I will go out on a limb here. I'll say, firstly, it's when I didn't communicate that I was burning out. Is that one? That would have been a better answer, but yes, let's go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, I can't pinpoint a particular situation but a personality trait of mine that might upset you or annoy you is that I'm not like words of affirmation enough. So maybe I don't like communicate or like say things enough as a general, as a general thing? personality no, 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 no. trait. No, because really? that's you, right? Like I know you well enough to be like, that's not you to do that. Okay. Well, tell me. Okay, well, I like the I first answer. Learn. So I'm going to add that to my list. Okay. Like you didn't communicate when you were burning out. Yeah. But yep. we've discussed that. Yep. So the... The oh, two times you said Okay, me. go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know so now. context I know for now. our listeners. We, um, we did a podcast with a really great <laughs> journalist called Alicia Rajlal. Oh. And she works for Refinery29. And I'm scrolling through my Instagram in November 2021. And I see this article <laughs> which has Romy's face on it <laughs> with another one of our friends, Kripa, who runs the Uncultured podcast. I'm like, yo. Romy and Kripa being written in this article about South Asian women. I'm like, this is sick. So I messaged our group chat. I'm like, dudes, this is so cool. I'm so excited. Because in my head, Romy didn't know that she was being written about. And then Kripa replies, wait, Romy, did you not tell Santa that you were part of this? Oh my God. Okay, so one thing about me is that if any of my friends are doing something (laughs) that they're like excited or hyped about, I'm a million times more excited and hyped yep, than yep. they are to you the are. point where it's annoying, you right? Are. Like I'm here to gas you up. I'm here yep. to encourage you. I love yep. seeing that side of everyone. So on the friendship side, Romy, you should have told me, but I'll be like, all right, Romy didn't tell other friends. I don't think you mentioned it to your family or anything mm-hmm. at that point. I was like, all right, whatever. But then as your business partner <laughs> and your podcast co-host, for you not to tell me when it oh starts with God. Romy, co-host of the Sucking Between podcast, I'm I was like, this sorry. is a bit weird, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then... 
12 months later, what am I doing again in November? I'm scrolling through Instagram and, oh wait, Romy's face is on another article about Diwali and South Asian women from Refinery29, which she also didn't tell me about. I know. I, as soon as, like, it clicked to me, as soon as you started telling these stories that this is what it was about. And it's not because I don't feel like these things are significant or relevant. I'm just someone who doesn't like... I don't know if boasting is the right word. Maybe it is. But I don't like to like share. I don't know why. I think it's just like I value humility a lot. I was about to say humility. I value humility a lot. And so I feel like, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, I was on this article. But as your business partner, I should have been like, hey, you know, I answered these questions and I'm part of this article. As like a, we're in this creative space together. I feel like it was weird for me to be scrolling and for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like, no, that's totally as a friend and as a co-host, it feels weird that it was hidden from me. Yeah. It's not that it was intentionally hidden from you though. Like I just didn't tell anyone. It's just a me problem. Like it's just a weird thing about, even my sister didn't know. And then she saw it being posted on Instagram and she was like, what the hell? And then she reshared it. It's just a weird characteristic about me. Like I just didn't tell anyone. That's, so that's as my business partner, us, right? I should have told came through to you. me. I'll tell people because I'm proud that I get to do this yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're part of the journey. So I want to thank you for yeah, yeah. putting me in a position to mm. do stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not that I wasn't grateful or appreciative of the opportunity. It was nothing to do with that. I just didn't want to showcase it or like you know what I mean? I called Broadcast it out and then you did the same thing the next yeah, year. Yeah, and then I forgot again the next year. I need to be better at that. Um, that aside. Yes. Besides the shady shit that you pull. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like, again, we've said this before, because we have the foundation of the friendship. Mm. We understand how each other operate, how each other yeah. look at things. So yeah. we are patient with each other and we put the effort to understand the other person's perspective and mm. value that other perspective. Yeah, so I think absolutely. when we do hit those hurdles, we kind of address it and then get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that addresses the, what was the first I part of the question? What's it like working what's with, each, it other? Like working yeah, with yeah, yeah. each other? I agree. And I feel like we can be very honest with each other as well. Like we don't have to tiptoe around things. Like say one of us has an idea, the other person knows that they won't get offended if we say like, maybe we should do it this way or nah, let's not do it like that. Let's do it like this. We know it's not like a personal attack. It's just mm. another idea. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's great because I feel like I have a very brotherly relationship with you. So I literally talk to you like I would if I had a brother. So I think that makes it really seamless yeah. because I know that I can just be like straight up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's that straightforwardness. Yeah, which is I like great. that. I think I the really other like thing that. is that to your point, we also balance each other out. Mm. I'll have a big idea and then you'll kind of make it like my, my ideas in the cloud and then mm. you bring me back to earth a bit. Like how right. can we actually execute on that in yeah. a realistic way? Yeah. And then sometimes I'll be the opposite for you. Mm-hmm, like you've got mm-hmm. this idea. I'm like, okay, how can we lift it up? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think we Absolutely. play to each other's strengths. Like yeah, that. definitely. Um, anything that I do that has annoyed or upset you? I don't think there've been like specific moments in yeah. time. And even if there were, I probably already talked to you about it or whatever. But I think in general, you know this, mm. the overthinking. I'm always uh, like... I was actually thinking about... Th- I was overthinking about my overthinking yeah. recently. Sorry, oh finish, finish your thought. Finish your God. thought and then I will okay. share my musings. Please elaborate on that. But the overthinking, not just anything to do with the podcast, even pre-podcast, mm. it's been something that I've always been telling you to address about yourself. So I think that is one and probably the biggest one. Okay, so nothing podcast related. No, like as in like that has affected just general, yeah, yeah, gotcha, podcast gotcha. stuff. Yeah. All right. What do you admire most about one oh, another? That's a cute question. Mm. What do I admire about you the most? 
I think your passion is something that I really admire about you. I feel like you don't stop, which can be a bit to your own detriment as well. But when you really are passionate about something, you will put in all of your effort into that. And this is not just like podcast or creative related, but your family or your friends, like any part of your life that you really care about, you are like all in. And I think that's a very admirable quality. Thanks, Rami. Yeah. Um, I admire your confidence, your work ethic and your attitude. I think those are the three things that Mm, I feel like those are really strong traits that you have. You were working late the other week and I just like checked in on you and you said something that made me really feel good. I was like, Romy, how are you? Like, is everything all right? Mm. And you're like, yeah, I'm a bit tired and burnt out, but you know, my default state is happy. Mm. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. I'm really happy that your default state is happy. Thank you. Fuck, my default state is concerned. Mm, It is. It is. What can you do to change that? That's another topic. Probably leads us to our next question. Who wrote this? <laughs> Who the freak wrote this? What keeps you up at night? What are the thoughts held by the insecure child curled up on the bathroom floor of your heart, crying in a cold shower, listening to 2000's My Chemical Romance? What? <laughs> Who wrote this? This spanned over like a couple of question tiles as well because this was really long. And we were like, what the hell? I like the poetry of the question though. No, great question. Um, but like, wow. <laughs> maybe we should reach out to check in on whoever wrote this. I know. Do you have an answer to that? What keeps you up at night? Um, What keeps me up at night? To be honest, there's not one lingering thought that keeps me up at night. Like there's not one consistent thing that keeps me up. Yeah. But if that day there was like something stressful or like something had happened that day, I find it harder to sleep because I'm like thinking about whatever that thing was. Or like it's hard for me to get out of my mind. If I've watched something like serious mm. or scary, that stuff keeps me up. But there's no like consistent thing that right. I lose sleep over. Right. But I can overthink some things, but I'm also Is not there like a, a consistent common overthinker. thread with what you do overthink? Like I used to in the past worry about anticipating things in the future Mm -hmm. and like worry about it, whether it be like something work related or family related or something. Mm. But then I think in the past few years, I've been like, I'll worry when there's something to worry about. Right. That part of it's like not that bad. But then, yeah, if there's like a deadline I need to meet or like, yeah, I've watched something disturbing or something, then I'm like, I keep thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to struggle with sleep though. So like, I feel like I used to maybe think, like it that would was keep like me a COVID up. thing for you, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. not COVID thing, a lockdown that, thing. Yeah, but I think even before that. Before that you could exercise. Yeah, so I was falling asleep. But if I wasn't, I don't know. How about you? Yeah. You'd have a good answer. Do not bring the card I out. I forgot to play this card before for what I said about you doing with oh, the article yep. and doing it again this year. Yeah. So just to rewind back to that, I would like to play the Puja What Is This Behaviour card. That type of nonsense deserves a punishment. Play this card to make someone drink thrice. Three small sips. We made this game and now you're trying to find loopholes to get out of it. You played that question 15 minutes ago and you've come back to it and played the card. I don't think that's part of the rules, my friend. But I'm doing it anyway. Okay, that's fair. You got me there. Um, What keeps me up at night? Lots of things keep me up at night. And I think that's a podcast for a different day. I'm going to play the chai card. Somebody's going to spill the tea. Play this card to get a player of your choice to elaborate on their response. My player of choice is you. Dude, it could be from state of the planet to some like minor inconvenience from earlier in the day. But do you literally like stay up 
thinking about these things. I do, but I'm, that thought that I'm mulling over and random things thrown throughout the day will combine yes. into a very vivid dream yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. Who is most likely to survive a horror movie? Definitely you. I don't think so. Are you <laughs> I serious? I do not think so, no. No, you are smarter than me. No, I'm I do loud not believe that. and I am talkative. So like a serial killer will or a ghost will hear me because I can't whisper, you know, and then I will die. I feel like my approach would be I think that this really out there plan is going to work and I'm going to take the initiative to do it <laughs> and it's going to backfire me real quick because I wouldn't have thought it through or would have frozen when I actually had to go through on it. And I feel like... Every image you have of me in this scenario would not be the reality. I don't know. I would have thought that you would have like a practical, like strategic way of getting us out of that situation and therefore you would survive. But would that work? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Next question. Anyway, I'm really bad with horror movies. So like when my... Yeah, me too. I've got a group of friends who... There's always one person like, yeah, let's watch a horror movie. We'll mm. hang out. And I'm There's like, guys, always that one come on, like, we're all hanging out. <laughs> let's actually spend, how often are we together? Let's spend time oh. together. Let's not watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. Let's enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. Reality is that I'm avoiding doing something that oh, I really don't yep, want to do. Yep, yep. Fair. No, I don't like horror movies either. I'm with you there. What is your most controversial opinion? You're going to hate me for this. Oh, no. But I think pasta is overrated. What? Are you kidding? You are the first person who's told me that pasta is overrated. Wow. I mean, I respect your opinion, but like you need to change that one. That's my most controversial opinion. Is there a particular type of pasta? Or you you just think Just just as a food group. Oh my God. What are you going to do when you go to Italy? Not have pasta? Pizzas, man. Calzones. Are calzones (laughs) Italian? I think so. Are you thinking of Parks and Rec? That's very, yeah. That's very specific. What's your most controversial opinion? I have one, but I don't really want to say it. You look really nervous right now. Because I think it's like a bit too much. Like I would say it to you. I can tell you after, but I don't want to like publicly put it out there because I think it's a bit much. Will we get cancelled? I don't think like we'd get cancelled, but I think it would offend Okay, in that case, I'm going to play my masala card. No, no, no. Somebody's got to spill the tea. Play this card to get a player of your choice to elaborate on their response. No, no. Off you go. I'm going to do Golden Cousin. Maintain your image as a perfect child. I was so excited. Play this card. I've been seeing you that nervous. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, I'm so curious now. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Moving on. When can we expect the next Firebop from Sandin? So a couple of things to work through. One, scheduling is just a bit tough doing podcasts and work. Mm-hmm. So finding that creative space to do that is always a challenge, but it's always fun when I do it. Also, I don't yeah. have the next idea. So what I've done so far for anyone who doesn't know, you can go to my personal Instagram page. So I do amazing. music clips of me playing different instruments or amazing making beats and stuff out of like stuff around a campground, uh, made beats around like a work from home office sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the last one was there's like five sandons in the video. Mm-hmm. Three of them are dribbling a basketball to make a beat and then the other two are playing instruments. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the next one is. Mm. Maybe it'll be a holiday one. I was about to say when you go to Cairns. Yeah, maybe I'll do maybe that. Maybe you guys can but do yeah, that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's something that I really enjoy doing i just need to make more time to do it yeah you should do you have any song recommendations i'll have a thing yeah um all right what is something about the other person that people wouldn't expect mm. so something about Sandman that maybe people who don't know him well wouldn't expect is that he loves 
reality TV. Mm-hmm. Like he will. I won't watch, watch them all from like all. start to finish. No, no. But no, I'm here for all of them. Yeah, like it in the background, like every evening in the Sandman household. Not every evening. Usually, I have something on in the background yeah, while I'm yeah. doing editing or chores or whatever yeah so the best thing to have on in the background is something really trashy mm-hmm. just being able to judge people and watch other people live out these dramatic scenarios mm. which are so unnecessarily extra yeah yeah where i've got no emotional yep, yep, investment yep. in it i'm here for all, all the judgment. That. but that being said it's not just dating shows i'm here for survivor I'm here okay for like game shows that's fair i like the game shows and stuff and like survivor but the dating yeah, yeah. reality shows I feel like you. Dude, you have every right like to feel them. the way that you do. I'm not. No, no, I I'm not I judging when I'm at all. It, it's not good for me, mm. and I know that me judging people that I don't know isn't a healthy thing to be doing. But sometimes that's just all you need. Yeah, look, I'm not judging. I feel like that's why a lot of people watch it. Yeah, it just gives you an escape from your life. Yeah, exactly. Um, something about you that people wouldn't expect. Mm. Spelling and grammar. Yeah. The number of typos you make on yeah. Instagram posts. Yeah, all the time. You're not like that at work and stuff. No. I think I'm just mentally like so done by, by the, the end of end the, of the day, day so. that I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I think one. for someone from the outside, I feel like people would be surprised that attention to detail isn't always there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's so true. It's not always there. Okay. Next um, one. This is a nice one. Favorite episode of 2022. I have to go back and look. I'm trying Nothing to think. Nothing pops out? Um... Okay, this is such a typical answer. All the episodes have been great. It's been amazing meeting some really cool people. That goes without saying. Um, but a couple that really stand out. Firstly, Rowie Singh's episode, just because mm-hmm. I've been following Rowie Singh for years and I just think she's so cool and I had to like keep my calm yep. while we were interviewing her. Dia, same thing, been following her. She's just so nice. It was awesome to interview her. But I really think that episode 42 with Dinesh Mm. Palapana, that one really got to me. I feel like that was a very inspirational episode. Like he's just incredible. You're not alone in that because we actually had a couple of people DM us. Yeah, yeah, they did. To say that one in particular who was actually thinking about his career and who was thinking about pursuing medicine as a career, who was in a little bit of a funk and an uncertain place. And he messaged us to say that that episode is what helped him get clarity on what he wanted to do, mm, which I think that was, is amazing. Yeah, That's a power really nice. Dinesh as well. Absolutely. How um, about you? You sarcastically said that every episode was your favourite. No, I, no, that wasn't sarcasm. That was like truth. But it's like the typical answer yeah, yeah. that but no like, one wants to hear. I genuinely believe that because I think yeah. from every guest, from every episode, we take away different things. Absolutely, yeah. And like you said, with Dinesh or the Behind Closed Doors collaboration yeah. with ICSA yeah. and the work that they're doing for migrants who are victims of domestic violence, mm. those are so inspirational as an Absolutely. example. That you have episodes like Neil or Rowie where yeah. it's just like fun and yeah, you get Neil, a yeah. perspective on a space that we're not really involved Definitely. in. Definitely, um, yeah. For me, the standouts are also... Shankri Chandran's episode on preserving ancestral stories. Yep. Shakti Dharan's episode on storytelling in theatre. Our episode, which was a mini episode with the Heritage of Pico, mm-hmm. with the new branch that they've launched, mm-hmm. and Palmero Projects. I think those yep. four, for me, on a personal note, I think I look up to each of them mm-hmm. who are doing different things in different spaces, but preserving our stories and our culture in different yep. ways and helping those who are less yeah. fortunate or giving voice to stories that don't often get heard. Yeah. I think those yeah. four, for me, even before the podcast, those are four people that I always kind of looked mm-hmm, up to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. they would stand so, out, but everyone yeah, has yeah. their own reason. And for I think like the other thing being is a great like, episode. 
each episode has been so diverse as well, right? Mm. Like we've interviewed that's like, like that's completely goal, right? different, exactly. Like people from NBA completely different walks of life and different topics. So it's like genuinely hard to pick because like you said, you learn a lot from learn each one. From each one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one of the plus points of having done this as well. All right. Next, next question. It's least favorite guest of 2022. We're going to, can I say myself? <laughs> we've, can we We've say done self-interviews. Oh, yeah. we, we did, um, All right, let's do that. You know, episode 37 was actually a letdown. I was thinking about this. We've been so consistent with dropping episodes fortnightly. Mm. Episode 37 was a bit of a cop-out episode because that mm. was when we announced the launch of our card mm. games. Yep, yep. And that was a little and one. It was a well. short one. That yeah. should have been a mini episode. Yeah. But we just, yeah, things didn't work out. And yep, yep. that's just how we had to roll. We were kind so of dying. <laughs> my least favorite guest was you. Yeah, mine was you. Let's go. How political was that answer? <laughs> Um, is this? Are we almost at the the end? Yeah, I think so. Oh, this is a good one. How have you changed since you started stuck in between? You go. For me, I feel like stuck in between has helped me come out of my shell. Mm. I think it's helped open my eyes to what I value and what I want, mm. and I think just that appreciation of culture, history, mm. and. This experience, right? I yep. think when we started Stuck in Between, we wanted to talk about all of the challenges that being stuck in between brought with it. But mm-hmm. we very quickly realized the privilege and power to be in this space and pull from our cultures in the ways that made most sense to us. So, yep. yeah, personally, coming out of my shell and learning more about myself and the world around me and then on a more, I guess, macro level, the appreciation of this hybrid existence mm-hmm. and all of those good things that have come from, yeah, exploring this space. Yeah. How about you? I love that. I think mine is um the third point you mentioned. I think appreciating our culture more and appreciating the position that we're in, being stuck in between. I think that's something that um, doing a lot of research behind each of the episodes that we do and talking to these really mm. cool people has really allowed me to appreciate a lot more yep. and has solidified a lot of the things that I do or don't agree with or like about our culture as well. Yep. So I think that's been, I guess, a broader one. For me personally, I think the whole like humility thing that I was talking about before, mm. self-deprecating humor type of thing is like something that I do mm. um, where like I kind of brush off accomplishments. You brush off things. Yeah, I brush off, yeah. But I feel like sometimes I do poke fun at myself, but I brush off things more. Yeah, yeah. So I think, although it may not seem like it, I'm trying to do that less. Good you. Trying to take compliments and stuff consciously. a bit more. Consciously, yeah. because I Good was job. like, I need you to improve great. with this. Oh, thank you. Good I'll job. take that one. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And maybe that's a good segue to ask you what you're hoping 2023 will bring for Second Between. Mm. And for, I guess, for you personally, because, yeah, this is two years of doing this. Mm. I don't think we can just be podcasting forever. Mm. So what do you think the next chapter looks like in the new year? Mm. I think podcast wise, for me personally, um, it's just about like going back to what I was saying before about just evaluating what I want from life and my priorities. I think it will be kind of just rejigging my life a little bit and my commitment with the podcast just so it doesn't like overtake my life. So um, that would be one thing, but it would be cool to have like another product line that we launch at some point as well. That stuff is always fun Any to do, but 
some merch maybe. Gang, gang. Let's do it. That's fun because um, I like clothes, so that'll yeah. be a fun. Fashion will be up your alley. Yeah, that'll be a fun little project to do. Um, and personally, I think the next few years are probably going to be, there'll be big changes in my life, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I'll be moving out next year. I'll have a lot of renovations and stuff to do. I'll be in the thick of wedding planning. Like a lot of people around me will also be getting married and stuff, so that's very exciting. A friend of mine, like a very good friend of mine, is getting married like two months after me. Oh, great. So it's like a really nice thing to be able to share the same emotions yeah. and like plan things yeah, together. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a good year because awesome. of all of those things. Yeah. How about you? I feel like just hearing you say all those things, I can just feel that you're going to burn out again. Yeah. So I'm just going to like... <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I can just feel that you're going to have a great year. <laughs> no, I think you are going to have a great year. But just like this year, like you said it was a great year, but you burnt out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's going to be like that mm. 2.0. So I'm going to do a better job of... Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when I check in, you brush off. And I think that's just your personality. Maybe, yeah. But I'm going to keep doing that. Just okay, to sure. make sure that yeah. I'm doing my part. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also going to keep checking in with myself though. Yeah. And create yeah, better boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I cannot think, repeat this I think you should be really year. proud of yourself for doing that. Because I don't think we genuinely do that enough mm, thank you how about you podcast yeah, actually and personal. acting on the boundaries that you set for yourself yes i will i'll definitely like need to yeah yeah i think i think unlike you i think a lot of my personal goals mm. are tied in with stuck in between and creative pursuits mm-hmm. so working on different formats of content mm-hmm. you know taking what we are already doing to another level production wise yeah working on some more personal passion projects mm. and there's just a few ideas that I like to progress yep. and then outside of stuck in between I think the motto I've always tried to live by is learn and grow so mm. I think just continuing on that journey and seeing where the next chapter kind of takes me I love that um so if we don't have any more questions we're done. Uh, I just like to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you to everyone who has been a part of this journey so far mm-hmm. it's Honestly, such a privilege to be able to do what we do. And mm. I don't think I'm going to do justice to that gratitude now. So maybe I'll write something and post it to our Instagram or something yep. just to share some of those sentiments and those feelings. But yeah. from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to everyone from our listeners, our supporters, our collaborators, mm. you know, for helping create this space where we can explore and learn together mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, words aren't going to do it justice now, but yeah, it no. genuinely means the world. Yeah, absolutely. And a massive thank you to you, Rami, for being a part of this roller coaster. I think it's pretty cool that we've been friends for as long as we have and done podcasting for two yeah. years without any like major hiccups. Yeah, <laughs> not and biting each other's head off. Yeah, and <laughs> in, in many ways, I think you have a lot of the traits that I need to collaborate with. Now, right back at you. So that being said, I did put together a little something as a thank you gift for our two-year anniversary. What the hell? Thanks. Happy I was actually not expecting this. It's a frame of sorts. Yes, please. Some ASMR for everyone. Hold it close to the mic. Make sure it picks up that Kmart wrapping paper. It's a nice wrapping paper. What the hell? What is this? Is that the back? I want to rip it nicely. What? No, no just, just read it. That's the back, yeah. Some, something for you to take to your new place and uh, wherever stuck in between goes, you can always hang on to it to remember all the things that we've done together. Oh, dude, this is so cute. I love this. 
Oh. There you go. Where did you get the... I made it myself. Oh, so you stuck like a round thing on a record? Yeah. This is so cool. You might need to describe this to the listeners. Oh, true. So for people listening, um, it's a framed record that has our Stuck In Between logo in the middle. And then it says Stuck In Between Media established October 2020 because that's when we first had that's when we had our the idea. conversation yeah. about starting this. Our two card games and an SD card, which I love. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. So I made one for me done. as well. And I thought it'd be cool if we could sign it. Yeah. And then, um, that sounds good. That could be a little this memento. Is this is definitely going in my new place. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, that being said, yeah, again, thanks everyone for an incredible year. And thanks for being part of this journey. We are currently running a collaboration with Palmera. Yeah. We did an episode with, um, I think it was episode 43, where we spoke about all the incredible work that yep. they're doing. So we thought in light of the festive season, we would donate a portion of sales from our card games from now until January 31st mm-hmm. to the incredible work that they're doing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a bit of a bias here, but I think these games are great gifts. Oh, absolutely. Especially with Christmas coming up. I'm so not knowing that you're also helping someone in need will yep. hopefully be a good incentive and a good reason to buy our games and then share it with someone. Definitely. So check out our website, suckingbetween.com, to get your hands on them. Yep. Um, and also, if you missed it, I know we dropped a couple of the episode names that we've done so far throughout this episode itself but do go back and check out some of the cool episodes we've done we've interviewed some amazing people this year and and talked about some really important and amazing topics as well so as you are going through and consuming lots of content over this festive period and this break make sure to check out some of our other episodes I'd like to think that we'd make good road trip companions absolutely yeah. yeah why not yeah we don't exactly know when we'll be back in 2023, but it'll yep. definitely be sometime in January. Mm-hmm. So we hope you guys have an incredible festive season, yes. spend some lovely time with your loved ones, and we'll be back bigger, better, stronger than ever. Yes, the Kanye West song. So you're about to start Enough singing. Oh, true. Before you true, true, true. Merry Christmas, everyone. Catch you next time. Bye.